Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning or afternoon and welcome to the Sis Use Your Intuition podcast where we use tarot and or oracle cards to help us build or rebuild our relationships with our intuitions. I hope that you guys are having a great day today. I hope that you woke up feeling revived and rejuvenated with faith that everything that you spoke about with your spirit team the night before is being worked out for you in the background somehow, some way. But please remember, you got to help your spirit team help you. All right. You got to put yourself in the position to get the things that you want, knees to trust, knees to chest, because... (laughs) That's right. Even the person who wishes to win the lottery knows that they got to play the numbers. I hope that you guys woke up on the right side of the bed today. I hope that by now you are remembering that you have choices, you have options, and you have opportunities in abundance. You get to choose every day, every minute, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, which energies you want to call in for yourself and which ones you want to rebuke you know, purge, get away from you. You get to decide who gets access to you and who doesn't get access to you at all or ever again or anymore. So remember that your back is never truly against the wall. Um, Open your eyes, broaden your perspective, take deep breaths, and you will see that you have options, choices, and opportunities in abundance. All right, ladies. So forgive my absence yesterday. Yesterday was a very chaotic day for me and for us here in our household. People were sick. People had gastro. There was a lot of pooping going around here in the house. (laughs) TMI, maybe. Reality, yes. Um, So there's that. But guess what came yesterday? Dun, 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 dun. Um, my the deck that I ordered. Remember, I told you guys. Did I tell you guys this? Yes, I did. I told you guys that I had ordered this new deck. It was um, it's called Exploring the Empaths Oracle, and it came in yesterday. Really happy about that. So today we're gonna use it. I yesterday because I have this thing I do. I don't know if y'all are like me, but if I get a package, I need to open it right away. I need to see going on inside of it. So I opened it yesterday, felt it out for myself, cleansed it, and just I shuffled and pulled a couple cards just to get an idea of how the deck feels uh, with me and my spirit using it. Um, 
I am not directly connected to the deck yet. I don't feel like I felt with some of my other decks that I immediately felt connected to. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm still going to, you know, it's new. I'm breaking it in. And plus I haven't got a new deck in a very long time. So it could be that. It could also be that I'm just like really now accustomed to my faves. Um, so, you know, a little bit of bias. Um, so we're going to use it for the first time together, like a real way. We're going to do a past, present and future because I was looking at the guidebook um, so it says, da, 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 da. in many cases, the drawing of three cards is a past, present, and future casting, which can be done for oneself or others. Yeah, da, da, da. So there, the way that they recommend this is to either pull one card a day in the morning or pull your three. The guidebook is really pretty and the cards are actually really, really beautiful. I will really give it that. Um, the guidebook, the guidebook by the guidebook um is thick and the pages are you know nice and it's a good it's good so we're gonna we're gonna do past present and future today and yeah let me let me know how y'all like it and those of y'all who are in my membership you know just drop a post in the membership and post in the home feed and let me know how you're feeling it all right let's get it popping so remember we're doing past present and future so where you are, where you were, what energies you were in, where you are now, and uh, what's your future looking like? Okay. All right, number twenty-two. So past examining self identity. Okay, examining self identity. Where is? Number 22, please. 22 on the board. 22, sorry. Um, we've gone too far now. This is 24. Oh, what a bumba. Oh, here we go. 22. Um, examining self-identity. So it says here, essential themes. Questioning the role or questioning the role of labels and titles in our lives. Okay. Valuing our uniqueness and respecting that of others. Remembering that we are all one at the end of the day. All right. So these are the essential themes of the card. Uh, the imagery. Looking at the card, we can see the imagery speaking to us on a deeply emotional level. Something is very significant. Something very significant. Drawing this card communicates. Communicates is that we must remember we are our own emotional beings. We are not simply a product of absorbing emotions from outside sources. We are incredible generators of emotional energy. This is why it is sometimes it sometimes becomes difficult to discern our emotions from others that we may have absorbed. And so um, the picture is very, very pretty. Um, a lot of pinks and blues and purples and oranges. Um, some reds there, a little bit of yellow. Very pretty. Okay, the deeper meaning. Modern culture is a big fan of labels and identities. On one hand, this can be empowering for a person who has struggled to belong all their life. Look at the term empath, for example. What an empowering term. This term helps us understand our nature, although for some people, it sets them apart from others. Keep in mind that everyone is empathic to one degree or another. This is our biology, our physiology. 
This leads me to say that we cannot blame everything in our lives on being an empath any more than we can on what our zodiac sign is. Okay, I'm glad that they said that because I'm going to pause here for a second. (laughs) One thing about people who, you know, I'm an empath, I'm an empath, I'm an empath is they really take that and run for everything. I'm an empath because I'm an empath because, you know, I'm I'm an empath because I'm an empath. And it's like, bro, like (laughs) we get it. But at the same time, it's not, you know what I mean? Relax, Nebrendron. Okay, we can't, like I said, blame everything on our life because you're an empath. Whoa, reel it in. Okay. Labels don't have to be divisive. It is encouraging that in so many cultures, we are allowed to be ourselves and identify as who we feel ourselves to truly be. It has been a long, hard road to establish the reality of diversity in the modern world. No thanks to. Okay. Um, Naturally, this comes with the social challenges and, well, it is simply part of the territory. Sometimes it takes time and compassion to bring others to our level and to help them understand. The term ego is not necessarily a negative one. If someone is egotistical, that's different. The ego itself, physiology, physical, Lord God, Jesus Christ. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Psychologically. So the ego itself psychologically relates to our self-identity. There is nothing wrong with this because it is part of our beautiful rainbow of human nature. As long as no one is being harmed, we should feel the allowance to proudly be ourselves, whoever we are. Gender, racial, and sexual orientation variances are part of the rainbow spectrum that we are finally beginning to socially align with in this day and age. However, this card is not restricted to these things and will pertain to different meanings for different readers or clients who draw this card. Okay, so the suggestions for action. When mindfully looking at our emotional state at any given time, we have the opportunity to think back on our experiences to see which emotional responses are our own. Maybe some of them are unconsciously based on trauma responses and which of them seem foreign. It takes some time, but with enough self-awareness, we can figure out what belongs to us and what belongs to others. We can peacefully release external emotional energy with light and care. This is how we more seamlessly come into ourselves for who we are in this lifetime. Labels and identities are fleeting. If you wish to call yourself an empath or anything, do it. 
Nearly everyone has empathetic capability and potential. And if you feel as though you're experiencing, as though you experience empathy to a greater ability than most, why not use the term? It can be empowering and affirming. The same goes for other terms that a person uses in their life. Ultimately, this card encourages us to examine the labels we use, why we use them, their influence on others, and how accurately our proclaimed identities fit our current incarnation and life lessons. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> this is what happens when you do the shit live. Um, I just, feel, I don't know. I, I feel, you let me know if y'all are on the same, but, but I feel like this could have really been summed up with this card encourages us to examine the labels we use and why we use them. <laughs> their influence on others and how accurately our proclaimed identities fit our current incarnation life lessons. I, I just feel like a lot of the other stuff was, um, I don't know. I just, do you, do you understand? Am I, is it just me? I don't know. I feel like I kind of got lost. I feel like the, it, like I kind of got lost in the deeper meanings. Uh, it just kind of, I don't know. I didn't connect with it really. What I did connect with what the cards were like the essential themes. Okay. Questioning. So the card itself is called examining self identity. So questioning the role of labels and titles in our lives, valuing our uniqueness and respecting that of others, remembering that we are all one at the end of the day. And, uh, at the end, like I said, uh, examine the labels we use, why we use them and their influence on others. So here's what I'm going to say that I'm getting from this. If I remove all the other stuff that was in the middle that I really didn't, I I just felt like it took away. I feel like it took away from the card, but maybe you didn't and that's okay. But I will say this. Maybe in the past or you're coming from a situation where you were trying to figure out where you belonged, right? You were trying to figure out where you belonged or um, you were doing a lot of, um, maybe you were telling yourself stories that weren't even your stories to tell yourself about yourself. Something that I say in class all the time is like, whose story are you telling yourself? Is it yours? Or was it the voice of somebody else that you've, you know, that you looked up to at some point in time and you've taken on as your own, right? Like, who are you? Who are you? You know what I mean? And I think that maybe some of y'all or a lot of y'all collectively rather have been maybe going through a a time where you're just really trying to figure out who the fuck you are, right? Especially my ladies who who are currently in the No More Toxic Relationships class. I know that y'all are still trying to figure that out because of the who are you question, right? That we go through in class. And so that's where I think you guys, I think this is bringing up is just a lot of reconnecting yourself to you and maybe coming to a point where you're trying to form a relationship with yourself where you you know yourself and you find your footing and find where you belong and maybe that means creating uh, a place for you to belong does that make sense i i feel like that made a little bit more sense to sum it up okay so that's that's that on that um let's see so past present let's see where you are now let's see Hmm, sitting with sorrow. Okay, number 26. Sitting with sorrow. Oh, wait a minute. All right, so the essential themes. 
accepting sadness as part of the emotional growing process. This is good. Deciding to not become attached to heavy, dark emotional energy, dividing personal sadness from that which has been empathetically absorbed. Um, the imagery. This painting represents beauty and sadness and the need to surrender to it from time to time. Like every human emotion, there is a deeper meaning to sadness. Sorrow rains down on the figure in the picture, providing an emotional purification and the wisdom that can emerge strengthened from this condition. Okay. And there's a lot of blues, you know, blues, blues, blues. And you know, didn't yesterday we have a, hold on. Yesterday we had a battling the blues, um, didn't we? Yes, we did. I feel like we did. It was yesterday or the day before. It was the battling the blues card that came out. Okay. Lots of, okay. Okay. Um, am I, do I, am I, I'm a little nervous to read the deeper meaning. <laughs> okay. We're going to go through it and see what it does. Okay. Deeper meaning. As you know, sadness is a powerful force for empaths to navigate. If left uncontrolled, this emotion manifests as anger, hopelessness, self-isolation, and a wide array of harmful behaviors that are not beneficial on the empathic journey. Perhaps the most important thing to remember when drawing this card is that emotions associated with deep sadness are real. On the flip side, the thoughts that accompany these emotions are often illusions. The mind can play tricks. It's easy to give in to dark thoughts and their accompanying emotions, but this doesn't mean they are real. Just because we think it does not make it real. Unrealistic thoughts and, and self-expectations fall short when we remember that we ourselves are a spark of the divine. All these things will fall away once we experience death. Death itself should be re respected and should come its, on its own natural course, not by your, our own hands, as tempting as this may be sometimes. What is happening here? If sorrow is, ex <laughs> if sorrow is experienced for long enough, it can seem like a person's natural or baseline state of being. Okay, I see. This is fiction because our true deeper selves are pieces of God's. There is no original sin. There is only original purity. This card offers an allow an allowance to take some space from others and simply experience sadness. Sitting with our emotions is a way to analyze and come to terms with them. Done with intention, we can work ourselves out of wallowing, which is an unproductive way to sit with an emotion, agreed, and approach the act as a productive, progressive healing technique. When exploring darker emotions, we must keep in mind that we are not our emotions, we are not our minds, we are not our bodies. These are individual pieces that make up the whole. The fact that we experience life through the lens of consciousness reminds us that we are spiritual and awake and that our true essence does not deserve to be controlled by any sort of emotional state. What an incredibly rare gift to experience this earth as conscious beings. Remember that this will pass. We can experience these depths, but not fall victim to them. We do not have to feel permanently attached to sorrowful emotions. We can change our lives and our outlooks on life in order to be, in order to more poignantly target emotional instability. Perhaps most importantly, it must begin by honoring ourselves, attempting to love ourselves and not selling ourselves short. 
This conditioning, whether social or internal, can be challenging to unlearn, but is very much possible. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sad days can present, I'm sorry, sad days can present us with a lot of life lessons and can teach us how to make modifications in our lives so we can enter more positive, gentle, and happy states of being. Experiencing sorrow is not a mark of weakness. It is a profound opportunity to grow as empaths. This world desperately needs us and it needs us to be as emotionally healthy as we can be, even if that's easier said than done. <clears throat> okay, I'm not mad at the deeper meaning of this. Uh, this one, I was a little nervous to go into it from the last one, but okay, okay, okay. That's all. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. The suggestions for action: When sitting with sorrow, it's important to look for the origin of any given sensation. From whence did it come? Why are we experiencing this state? What triggered it? And what has been adding to it? Hey, these are journal prompts. Well, I'm gonna say them again. Uh, from where does this come? Why are we experiencing this state? What triggered it? And what has been adding to it? It's a really good general prompt. It can be helpful to handwrite about the cognitively, I'm sorry. It can be helpful to handwrite about and cognitively analyze these emotional oranges, origin, origins, and then make a plan on how to proceed with addressing and ultimately healing these emotional manifestations. There is no harm in consulting with other trustworthy individuals, healers, counselors, friends, etc., in order to gain an outside perspective into our own emotional suffering. We are fortunate to have access to... Okay. Uh... We are fortunate to have access to local suicide prevention hotlines and text lines. It's not necessary to actually be complimenting suicide to contact these folks. Consider seeking help from healers, therapists, counselors, or life coaches. Acknowledging inner pain is a mark of strength, and it's vitally important to become our own advocates and heal from pain, especially those pains that play on repeat in our daily lives. In the meantime, turn on some relaxing or upbeat music that you enjoy, something non-vocal or which has a positive vocal message. We all respond differently to various types of tunes. Also consider dancing by yourself or with others. Dancing releases positive endorphins. You may also consider taking a walk in Mother Nature to reconnect your reconnect with your soul's essence. This important card urges you to be proactive in your empathetic, empathic healing so that you can be more profoundly in. Oh my God. This important card urges you to be more proactive in your empathic healing so that you can more profoundly influence yourself and others throughout this sacred journey. Lord God, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, so basically the card is like, stop crying like a little bitch and get your shit together. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just, am I? Am I kidding? 
Um, so basically what I got from this is don't like sit in, sit in your feelings, but don't stay that, you know, how I always say go at your pace, but go like feel your feelings. Yes. But eventually like, all right, what are you going to do with them? You know what I mean? So sit with your feelings, but don't just sit there and woe is me. Don't just sit there and allow yourself to, or, and, or allow yourself to be consumed completely. Don't just sit there and not try to understand them, process them and work with them. Right. And if you need help doing that, reach out to somebody who is in a position to help you do that. Right. So like I said, a therapist, a coach, a counselor, a hotline, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, Feelings aren't always facts. Feelings a lot of times can come and go. And we know that, you know, shit, I'll speak for myself when I say, first of all, you know, I'm a woman. Second of all, all these hormones, I probably have, we all do, right? Like as women, we have one good week out of the month where we can say we're completely ourselves and everything else is governed by all the hormones that we're going through. And, you know, the pre-period, then the, then the period, then the end of the period, then this, and for some people, menopause and this and that and the third and yo, what the fuck are, you know what I mean? So, and as a result, you know, you might feel in the morning, you might feel like you can hate everybody. And then after you ate something, you're like, mm, I love everybody. And then 15 minutes later, you might feel very sad, right? This overwhelming sense of sadness. And then 10 minutes later, you are like, joy, pump it up, pump it up, right? Like feelings can be very, uh, very flighty, right? They can, you know, but when you are in a point in your life, when you are feeling this, like you unshakable sadness, AKA sorrow that you, um, you feel like is engulfing you, you know, get proactive about it. Like they said in the card, in the thing, in the description, get proactive about it and start asking yourself, like, why am I feeling this way? Where is it coming from? What is going on? Um, how can I sort through this? How can I work with this to get to the next um, level of my life? What is this teaching me? What can I learn about me right now? What can I learn about this feeling right now? So on and so forth. Okay. That's what I'm taking for the card. You let me know what you take from it, but that's what I take from it. Okay. I'm going to do one more. Um, where, are you, where are you going? Past, present, and future. So what's your future looking like? All right, and this is number three, realizing empathy as evolution or revolution. Okay, let's go find number three, please. All right, realizing empathy as either an evolution or a revolution. So the essential themes of this card is valuing our empathetic abilities, empathetic abilities, understanding that we are dynamic forces of change, thinking about the meaning of social evolution, the imagery. It's really pretty. The card's painting portrays a woman who realizes her connection to the world and gains empowerment as a result. The image symbolizes the power of empathy and how it literally changes the world. When we understand that we are connected to and intertwined with everything in the world, then humanity will assume its true role on earth. Only through empathy will we protect and care for the world instead of exploiting it and destroying it. Okay, so the deeper meaning. Um, the word empathy is surprisingly new to the human lexicon. 
less than a hundred years old. It comes from the German Infolung. Infolung. Okay, I tried. Which can be translated as feeling into. Whereas sympathy is more asking, I'm sorry, whereas sympathy is more akin to feeling an emotion for someone, empathy is feeling emotion as if experiencing that which another is experiencing. This card reminds us that although it can be a a horrendous, difficult journey at times, empathy is a force of evolution. The world needs us. Empathy binds society together in order to make them more successful. Empathy diffuses war and conflict. It allows us to form deep connections with others, thereby preserving and progressing the human species. The overwhelming scientific consensus is that empathy is a pro- is a projective force of evolution. That's right. We are evolution. We are a revolutionary force in a world too often divided by cruelty and self-motivation. In reality, although it can be a difficult force to reckon with, highly empathetic people encourage social bonding. We encourage people to recognize similarity similarities rather than getting hung up on differences. We are a bridge. Science and spirituality are not separate entities, but very much exist hand in hand. A realistic and grounded approach to scientific fields of study and their theories helps an empath understand their role in life from a different angle and helps any spiritual path open to new levels of awareness. We are all in this together and thank goodness we are. Suggestions for action. It is a good idea to research the meaning of evolution, including all of its physical and social nuances. Consider researching evolution by streaming various documentaries documentaries about the subject, as well as by researching how humankind has evolved as a society from our earliest days. Closely consider how empathy has played a role in social evolution. Consider researching various prophets, guides, gurus, political leaders, and holy people throughout time. Examine how their messages seem to hinge on the theme of empathy, even if that word is not particularly said. Messages of social compassion, understanding, acceptance, and respect directly tie into the revolutionary reality that true empathy is the world's greatest blessings. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So this is what I'm taking from the card. Uh, growing up, I used to, so I'm a, I'm a really sensitive person. I've just always been like that. Um, and growing up, I would hear a lot, uh, that I was too sensitive and I would hear that from very specific people though. I would never hear it from people who, and don't get me wrong. There are some people that are too, you know what I mean? I think we all know too sensitive, like bro, everything is an issue. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but the people who I would hear it from later on in life, as I started to realize and start to examine who was telling me that I was too sensitive, it was always from people who were fucking mean. (laughs) That's the, that's the bottom line. It was always from people who were bullies, um, you know, and adult bullies from, from, from high school bullies right up to adult bullies from men who would use it as a way to 
talk me out of or try to shame me out of or shit on me for um, addressing or having an emotional reaction to something that they were doing that was actually really painful, right? That was actually hurting me. That was having a direct negative impact in my life. Um, Oh, you're too sensitive. You're too sensitive. Bro, one of my exes, when I was like, yo, like you're out here being community dick, he literally is like, oh, you're so sensitive. (laughs) It's not funny. I could laugh now, but you understand what I'm saying? And um, so it, 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 it took me a while to start realizing because I, I was at a point in my, at some point I was like, man, you know, am I too sensitive? I, I hate this shit. I hate having a big heart. I hate feeling how I feel. I hate being, you know, so attuned to just to emotions and all that other stuff. I hate being sensitive. I hate being a fucking Pisces. That's where it all, you know, and then I did, um, and then the deeper I got in my inner work and the more I paid attention to the mouths of, and I thought about the mouths of people who were saying that to me, I realized, no, I'm not actually too sensitive. Those people are just fucking assholes, right? I'm not somebody who is placing sensitivity on every single thing. So, you know, nobody can tell me anything. I can't hear the truth about myself. I can't hear the truth about this. I can't do this without crying or being sensitive or, you know what I mean? I I wasn't weaponizing my sensitivity, you know, or, or, you know what I'm saying? I, I think I had the just, and I still do have just the right amount of sensitivity, um, even if that's being very sensitive, but I was being told that I, I wasn't from, you know, people who, who are assholes. And this is why I tell y'all so much, you know, to go back and whatever it is that you're believing about yourself or you're starting to believe about yourself that is negative, go back and look at the people who have told you those things about them yourself. Who are they? right? Like, are they sound solid people? Are they people who genuinely do have your best interests at heart? Are they people who are actually really just looking out for you? Or are they fucking assholes? Are they miserable people? Are, do they lack fucking empathy in themselves? Are they, do they lack sensitivity for themselves? Like who are these people? Always look at who people are before you believe them and look at what their life is like before you believe what they're telling you about yourself, right? And I had to learn at some point to stop calling my sensitivity or whatever a gift and a curse and stop hating the fact that I was a Pisces and stop hating the fact that I could feel and stop hating the fact that, you know what I mean? Stop calling these things and then start being like, you know what? I'm glad that my heart heart works. I'm glad that I'm able to feel. I'm glad that I'm able to um, to uh, tune in to other people's sensitivity. I'm glad that I'm able to do that shit because man, that means that my heart works, you know? because people who who can't do that, man, what a cold world it must be. You understand what I'm saying? So um, this is what I'm taking from from this card, valuing your ability to feel, right? Valuing your ability to be sensitive when you need to be, you know what I mean? When it calls on you for valuing your ability to be able to meet other people at their emotional depth because you've met yourself there, you know? So um this is what I'm taking from this card. Um, if you want to, you know, do some research on um, the meaning of evolution and all its physical and social nuances, by all means, go ahead. Uh, you know, uh, also maybe some of you guys were lately considering doing some research on spirits. You know what I mean? Um, certain goddesses. 
Um, cause here it says prophets, guides, gurus, political leaders, and holy people throughout time. And maybe that too as well, but maybe for some of y'all, you want to do more, uh, work on, you know, goddesses and, and stuff like that. So by all means, if that resonated with you, go right ahead. Um, do that. Research is always good. It's always good to have information. Okay. So this is our past, present, and future. Um, I don't know how I feel about these cards. I'm not going to lie. I think that there's a big reason why. Well, I'm really saying more. I usually don't. I think I've said this before. I usually don't. There's not a lot of books, not a lot of the decks I have that I go really into the the guidebook. Um, I've started doing it more recently just, you know, to, to add uh, to my readings here my live readings, but most of the time I just allow myself to feel through the cards and see what comes up. I like to, I do like to go through the guidebook sometimes once or twice just to see if there's anything, um, it's depending on what the deck is. Um, I think I don't, I think these cards are, are good. I don't think that I'll be using the guidebook again though. I think uh, if I use the guidebook, it'll only be for the themes of the card just to get an idea of what the themes are. And then I'll allow my spirit to do its thing Um, because the deeper meaning of the card and all that stuff is just, I don't know, man, I just, I don't know. So I don't know. Let me know what y'all thought about it. Um, But those are my interpretations. Um, And that's it. That's what I have. (laughs) Fun. So uh, anyways, regardless of whatever, I hope this helped you in some way, shape, or form today. Um, and that's it. It is Friday, um, so we are off for the weekend, but uh, we will be back here on Monday. Yeah, Same place, definitely not the same time. Um, what else do I have to tell you guys before we go? Oh, the seats for No More Toxic Relationships are back open. They start again um, June 25th at 5 p.m. Eastern time. So, um, if you want to get into the class, get your seat, girl, get your seat. Um, Sundays at 5 p.m. June 25th is when it starts www.authorccb.com. And I think that's it. I think that's it for today. All right, ladies, I'm sending y'all lots of love. I hope that you guys have a good rest of your mornings, evenings, afternoons, or the fuck y'all are in the world. Please be safe. Use condoms, trust your intuition and use your discernment. And uh, I'll see y'all next week. All right. Much love y'all. Go be great.